Welcome to Veronica's Real Estate Tips. This episode is a deep dive into all the steps you need to take in order to buy a home. Start working with a lender before you do anything else. Have them write you a pre-approval letter before you start looking at houses because it saves you the heartache of falling in love with a home that doesn't fit your budget target. With a pre-approval letter in hand, you can focus your energy on the homes that actually fit the loan amount and the down payment amount you can pay. Here's a pro tip. In the seller's market, when you have a ton of competition, have your lender fully underwrite your loan before you write an offer. This way, you can offer non-contingent with a very short close of escrow, 10 days or potentially 7, which puts you on even footing with cash buyers whose biggest advantage is short close of escrow. You may already have a budget in mind, but you may not have included a couple of crucial items in your budget. First, you want to include a cushion for going above your initial offer price in case you really love the house but the seller counter offers you for more money. This cushion doesn't have to be a large amount, but if you can push out your price target by at least 25k, that can be the deciding factor in getting your offer accepted. Second, decide whether you'd be willing to do some remodels or if you just want a completely turnkey, move-in ready home. Reserve the funds for those remodels and that amount depends on the scale of work you're willing to undertake. Perhaps you're only willing to do a small cosmetic repair such as a paint job, so you don't need to spend more than 10 grand on that. On the other hand, if you're willing to take a full-on fixer-upper and renovate it from the foundation up, then you will need anywhere from a couple hundred thousand to a million for the major renovation. It's really a personal choice on how much work you're willing to do, and some people just really want a place they can move in and live in without major work. Going back to the things you need in a buyer budget, keep in mind the future recurring costs such as your loan, property taxes, maintenance, and homeowner association fees if there are any. Last point about your budget, make sure to run it by the other decision makers in your household if there is anyone other than you who has a say in what house you buy and how much you can pay for it. After you get your pre-approval letter and figure out your budget, you are free to look at homes. This is when working with a realtor comes in handy because your realtor will help you narrow down your search and preview properties for you. Us agents also have access to off-market properties which are known to sell below what they'd usually sell for in the open market. Some sellers value privacy above money so you may get a bargain buying a property off-market, not always, but it can happen. So tell your agent exactly how you envision your dream home, its amenities, and the neighborhood vibe. Your agent, who's likely lived in the area for quite some time, knows which neighborhoods fit your criteria and your target price range. In competitive markets such as San Francisco, you may have to compromise the size and amenities of the home to live in a better neighborhood. For example, if you have a choice between a 3,000 square foot home in a neighborhood with bad schools and limited walkability versus a 2,000 square foot home in a neighborhood with great schools and tons of walkability, which home would you choose? And I'm just including those two variables as an example. If you're not concerned about schools, you may still want something else such as great shopping or a gym within walking distance. Your realtor will be sending you homes to review over email and you yourself can check out various websites for suitable homes. Then you both get together to look over the list of properties that you want to see and initially it will be a long list which your realtor will help you narrow down so you can make the best use of time and see the properties you like the most. 
It's not a good idea to see more than five homes in a day because then you forget what each looks like and you don't have enough time to properly examine each home anyway. Stick to three or four properties at most so you have ample time to walk through each one and spot any issues the home may have. Nowadays, it's very easy to preview homes virtually by looking at images, descriptions, and in some cases, video and 3D tours. Usually, agents create a website for each property which makes it possible to find all the information on the house in a central location. When it comes to reading disclosures, you want to wait on that until you really like the house because you may end up wasting your time. There are hundreds of pages of documents in the disclosure package, so that's something you do only when you're very serious about writing an offer. One exception concerns homes that have been on market for an unusually long time. When there is a house that seems alright on the outside but has been sitting on market for months, you do want to read the disclosures before seeing it. This will uncover any issues the home has, and if there are no disclosures or missing documents, that's a potential red flag. Once you decide on the one, the home you want to offer on, read all the disclosures carefully and have your agent read them too, so you can be well informed of any and all potential issues with the home. Your realtor will then host a strategy meeting with you to discuss the amount and potential contingencies you will have on your offer. Depending on the type of market and your specific situation, your agent will recommend either for or against contingencies such as appraisal and inspections. After you figure out the terms and the final offer price, your agent prepares all the documents and you sign them digitally. Your agent then submits them to the other agent, the other side, over email and usually gets a response within 24 hours. Unless the seller is accepting preemptive offers, your agent usually submits your offer right on the offer date and time because if they submit your offer too early, that gives the seller the opportunity to shop your offer and to kind of wave it in the air and say, hey, I have an offer for this amount. If anyone can beat it, you get the house. So you don't want to be in that situation. You want your offer submitted just when everyone else is submitting it so you're in an even competition. On the other hand, if the seller is open to preemptive offers, have your agent submit your best and highest offer at the start as soon as possible because then you may get lucky the seller may accept your offer and just say, hey, accepted a preemptive offer, the sale is pending, and you get the house. After your offer is accepted, the escrow people get involved and they give you all the directions about transferring money, transferring funds, so it gets pretty easy because there's actually a team of people directing you and helping you during the close of the transaction. So you're not just going to be left there stranded not knowing what to do, you know, you're going to be given clear directions on how to get everything done and a month or so later you're going to have the keys. Thank you very much for listening to Veronica's Real Estate Tips. Stay tuned as next episode I'll be covering the market seasonality and how it affects offer strategy.